You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, May the 20th, 2021. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Rocket fire on Israel's south renewed this morning following an overnight lull. Siren alerts were sounded in the Gaza periphery, Beersheba, Ashkelon, and Nativot. Near the Erez crossing, Palestinians fired a coronet missile at an empty bus used to transport soldiers. An IDF soldier standing nearby was lightly hurt and taken to Barzilai Hospital for treatment. Last night, rockets were fired after midnight toward Beersheba, Ashkelon, Kiryat Malachi, Ofakim, and the Gaza border communities. A man in his 70s sustained moderate injuries while sheltering in the basement of a house that was hit by a rocket. He was evacuated to hospital in stable condition. The army said that since 7 p.m. last night to 7 a.m. this morning, some 70 rockets were fired at Israel from the Gaza Strip. About 10 fell inside the Palestinian enclave. The Iron Dome had a 90% interception rate. The IDF continues to attack terror targets in the Gaza Strip. Israel Air Force planes attacked a Hamas command center used to direct the fighting against Israel. Israeli military aircraft also targeted Hamas terror tunnels near the border with Israel, underground rocket launching sites, including a multi-barrel rocket launcher, and weapons workshops. The Hamas-run health ministry in the Gaza Strip says that since the start of the escalation last week, 230 people have been killed, among them 56 children and 39 women. 1,710 people have been injured. A delegation of foreign ministers from Germany, the Czech Republic and Slovakia is visiting Israel today. This morning, they toured the site in Petah Tikva where a building was hit and were briefed by the head of the IDF Home Front Command. The Czech foreign minister said afterwards that they support Israel's right to defend itself from rocket strikes and also expressed hope for an end soon to the fighting. Earlier, Germany's foreign minister Heiko Maas said in a meeting with his Israeli counterpart Gabi Ashkenazi that his country stands alongside Israel and its right to defend itself. He said Germany supports efforts to reach a ceasefire soon and that he has held talks on the matter with the United States, Egypt and other countries. Israel's ambassador to the United States and the United Nations, Gilad Erdan, says of Washington's pressure on Israel to end the fighting that there is no disagreement between the countries regarding a desire to conclude the military operation. But Erdan said this can only happen after Israel deters Hamas. Erdogan noted that the United States has already blocked three U.N. Security Council statements on the escalation, and Israel is grateful to President Joe Biden. Erdogan said he hopes that the United States will use its veto power in the Security Council to also block a French initiative to urge the sides to agree to an immediate ceasefire. The U.N. General Assembly is due to meet for the first time on the Israel-Hamas conflict, and a majority of countries are expected to voice solidarity with the Palestinians. As world leaders have increased pressure on both sides to end the fighting, a senior Hamas official told CNN that a ceasefire could be imminent, possibly within 24 hours. In an interview with CNN's 
Arabic language service, the official described a positive atmosphere around talks to reach a ceasefire agreement thanks to Egyptian and Qatari mediators who have proposed different solutions. Here in Israel, Yeshatid party leader Yair Lapid says that the government has failed and the IDF has won. In a Facebook post, Lapid said that the Israel Air Force strikes achieved deterrence, but that is not the goal itself, but intended to allow policymakers to change the situation from a position of strength. Netanyahu has done nothing to leverage what the IDF has given him, he wrote. In other news, Israel Electric Company workers declared today that in a show of support for the campaign demanding the return of Israeli citizens and the bodies of Israeli soldiers held by Hamas, they will not repair power lines serving the Gaza Strip that were damaged by Hamas rocket attacks. A con reporter says this is about five lines. Prosecutors continue to file charges against Arab and Jewish individuals suspected of taking part in recent rioting around the country. At the Tel Aviv Magistrates Court, four Jaffa residents were charged with allegedly assaulting a Jewish man when he was walking his dog. In Nazareth, charges were filed against five Arab residents of Nazareth and the Afula area and two Jewish residents of Tiberias. Jewish Agency Chairman Isaac Herzog and Israel Prize Laureate Miriam Peretz are the only two candidates who will run in next month's presidential election. The other contenders dropped out after failing to gather the required signatures from at least 10 lawmakers by the end of last night in order to run. The parliamentary vote for the next president will be held in a secret ballot among the 120 members of the Knesset on June 2nd. This coming just a month before President Reuven Rivlin's seven-year term ends on July 9th. The weather outlook, cooler tomorrow with normal temperatures for the time of year. Saturday, cool for the time of year with possible drizzle to light rain in the north from the afternoon hours. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 31, Tel Aviv 26, Haifa 25, Beersheba 33, and in a lot going up to 38 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.